EO Fire 1331. Scheduling the scheduling of nothing. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. If you're ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days, text JOURNAL to 33444 and IGNITE. Are you ready to find your perfect hire? Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. Jolly Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Julie Parker. Julie, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely, John. Let's light it up. (laughs) Julie is the CEO and founder of the Beautiful You Coaching Academy, which passionately trains and supports heart-centered people to bring their talents into the world as life coaches. She's also the editor-in-chief of Inspired Coach Magazine. Julie, take a minute, fill in the gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Well, thanks so much, John, for having me. And obviously, everyone will be able to hear already that I'm not from your fair shores (laughs) of the United States. I am, in fact, from Melbourne, Australia. And I began my career as a social worker, working with young people who were experiencing things such as mental illness and teen pregnancy and drug addiction. And it, it was really challenging and at times heartbreaking work, but also incredibly rewarding too. And I then came across life coaching, which 17 years ago was very much in its infancy, but I loved the really forward moving way that it helped people. And I quickly knew that it was going to be an amazing industry to be in. And so I slowly built up my coaching business and I was blessed to really experience a lot of success with that, eventually ending up with a six-month waiting list, which was an issue, but still a nice issue to have. (laughs) And by that time, years later, I was mostly business coaching coaches who wanted to learn how I was working with people and had built my business. And they were absolutely my favorite clients, but I needed to find a way to stem that wait list. And that's when I started to think about beginning my own life coaching training school. And look, at first, it seemed like an insane idea and far too big an undertaking, but I kept running with it, launching the Beautiful You Coaching Academy now just over three years ago. And I'm so happy that it's been an amazing success. And we now manage a million dollar turnover every year with an incredible team. And that includes my husband. And we do all of that from our little seaside cottage here in Melbourne, Australia. Well, I will say this, Fire Nation, a six-month waiting list is a blessing I hope that we all have to deal with at some (laughs) point in our lives. And Julie, I'm going to give you a tough question here right out of the gates. I was at Thrive, which is a great conference here in Las Vegas, not too long ago, and Gary Vaynerchuk was the keynote speaker. Now, I agree with a lot of what Gary has to say. I disagree with a lot of what Gary has to say. On this point, I'm a little impartial because I just don't know really where I stand because I don't really know that much about the industry, but he was up there kind of ranting about how he's sick and tired of seeing 21, 22, 23-year-old life coaches, you know, people who, in his his words, haven't even lived life yet. 
And I could see a couple people in the row. They were kind of cringing a little bit because they were those 21, 22-year-old life coaches. And it was tough on them. Um, But the reality was, and I can see both sides of of the coin, is that they did have life experiences and certain things. You know, some of them had had eating disorders. Some of them had had suicide mm-hmm. thoughts. So they had real experiences. You know, I know that, like, I went through PTSD after serving in the Army for four years and doing a 13-month tour of duty in Iraq. Like, I was 26 years mm-hmm. old, but I was probably more uh, able to talk about PTSD than most adults because I had actually gone through it. So where do you stand on that fence? Well, I stand with you and not Gary (laughs) in this uh, particular instance, because while I can understand where he's coming from, I think that's really failing to see that quite young coaches have an enormous amount to offer people if, in fact, they're choosing to work with other young people and or in an area where they do have an enormous amount of experience. So we've trained young coaches before and they are experiencing extraordinary success by doing things such as coaching teens or they're coaching university students that are finding the transition Mm. from the final years of high school into college uh, really difficult, or they're coaching young women and young men that are going through those first uh, relationships that they experience and often the heartache and the difficulties that arises from that. And I think that young coaches have an enormous amount to offer if they really stay in an area where they're not attempting to try and coach somebody who is, you know, 40 plus and managing three children and maybe trying to run a business or they're looking to retire, you know, if they focus on their own peer group and younger and what their, you know, real skills and talents are, then I think they have an extraordinary amount to offer. And in fact, I know they do because I see them out there doing it. It's very interesting. And, you know, honestly, I still really don't have a complete stance. I'm still formulating that. I'm still trying to to see, you know, what I really do believe here. But one problem I just do see with what Gary's saying is, you know, kind of saying something like that is like saying at the same time, you know, like a 70 or 80 year old person doesn't have anything to, to share or to coach because they don't know how to use Snapchat. I mean, it's, it's just, it's a flip in the flop. <laughs> like they have different things to share because they have a lifetime of experience, 70, 80 years in this world, just like somebody 18, 22, 24 has a different life experience because they grew up on Snapchat, on Vine, and they have different, you know, so I, I guess it's just trying to fit a round peg in a square hole or vice versa. And, and it's just something to think about, Fire Nation. But again, when you hear somebody like Gary or like me, you know, go on a rant about something, you need to absorb it and then decide what you think. This is about yeah. your personal decision. Now, Julie, how do you, as an entrepreneur, generate revenue? We generate revenue chiefly from our life coaching course, and we also sell advertising in and back copies of our digital magazine, Inspired Coach. Uh, We're also about to launch a membership site with lots of resources that's very low cost and designed to support new and emerging coaches as they are building their businesses. And one of my favourite things to do is uh, speak, and I do quite a lot of speaking, which I love and generates us revenue too. So when you're coaching potential life coaches to get on in this world, like what are one of the first ways that you see a lot of your clients generate revenue from day one? Well, I think one of the most important things that, you know, new coaches need to do is actually 
it sounds rather strange, but it's actually uh, work for no revenue to begin with before they can actually generate revenue. Coaching is a skill. Uh, life coaching, business coaching, health coaching, all of these things are a skill. And I think sometimes people forget that. And just like riding a bike or learning how to make a chair or bake a cake, the more that you do it, the more that you grow in confidence and get better at it. And one of the things we absolutely teach our new and emerging life coaches is that it's so important and powerful for them to do as much pro bono coaching as they can while they are undertaking their learning to improve their skills, to grow, to increase their confidence, get a greater understanding of what their niche and area of speciality might be. And it's then those experiences that allow that skill and confidence to grow to the point where they can confidently start to ask for money and generate revenue for what they do. Now, for some people that can take longer than others. Um, other people might need to only see two or three pro bono clients and then they really are there and they can start to do that. But for others, it may take a little bit longer. It's different for everybody, but I really believe that that's one of the most important things that people need to do in starting out. It also provides you with incredible feedback you know, around where you can improve, uh, what your great aha moments are that you've helped somebody create. You know, it's just really important to get that skill under your belt first, because once you've got that, then there's no stopping you and your ability to be able to generate paying clients and revenue. Emerging life coaches. Julia, I love that phrase. Fire Nation. <laughs> Start you know, referring to yourself as emerging, not necessarily new. You are emerging. And I love your mm. point too. Testimonials are key when you're starting off Fire Nation. Pro bono. Just absolutely give, give, give value, value, value. And, you know, at the end, the only thing you ask for, you know, at your first few clients is that testimony because that is invaluable if you've truly earned that. Now, Julie, kind of turning the clock here and going back in your journey as an entrepreneur, you've had ups and downs and I want you to take us to what you consider the lowest of the low, your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. And Julie, take us to that moment in time and tell us that story. Well, John, if we're having a really honest conversation, which I think we are. Oh, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine is in fact not a worst entrepreneurial moment, but actually rather a string of moments. And they occurred just prior to launching the Academy. Uh, I had worked so hard for nearly nine months writing course materials, developing curriculum, a new website, and so much more. And I genuinely at that time felt incredibly excited about it right up until the moment I had to press live on the website. And no one was more shocked than me when in that moment I totally backed away from putting everything I'd worked towards out into the world. And for the next two weeks, and they were a very intense two-week period in my life, I found myself completely racked with doubt and comparisonitis about everything that I was doing. I started to believe that no one was going to take me or the Academy seriously, that I was aiming way above my station, uh, for want of a better expression. 
And I completely dove headlong into all of a sudden looking at all of the other training schools that were out there, convincing myself that I was not corporate enough or business focused enough for people to want to train with me and with us at the academy to become a life coach. And it took almost that full two weeks of needing to wade through that mud and all of my fears until I got to the point where I realized that I'd come way too far to back out and I just needed to do it. And I came to the realization that the fear was only with me because this had become so deeply important to me and I was being tested by myself of all people, (laughs) not anybody else, to really see how much I wanted it and how much I was prepared to put my whole heart and business on the line with this completely new venture. And when I did press the button and we did go live, everything went so well. And for a while there, I looked back at that time and wished I hadn't imploded in that way. Mm. But I now actually realised that clearly it was a lesson I needed to learn and, so to speak, a baptism of fire that I actually needed to go through. A baptism of fire. No better way to put it. And I love that word, comparison-itis. It's actually the first time I've ever heard that word, and I love it. Ah. I'm going to steal it from you, Julie. I'm going to give you you credit twice, but then it's mine. Then I own it. (laughs) And why I love comparison-itis is in Fire Nation, like you've heard this before, for sure, because I love going on little rants about this. So I'll keep this short, because I've actually done a couple of these in the past few episodes. But don't compare. You will always come up short when you're comparing to other people. There's always going to be somebody that's better looking, that's richer, that's taller. You fill in that blank. Compare and despair, period. It will always happen. There is one person who you should compare yourself to, Fire Nation. Say it with me. It's you yesterday. That's it. If you win from you yesterday when you're comparing yourself to you yesterday, then you win. If you got a little bit better, that is what I'm taking away, Julie, from your story, from your worst moment, from your comparisonitis. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation takes away? What I would love to share with everyone is that when we experience fear, uh, first of all, that fear is a normal everyday part of our life. And I don't think that there's any such thing as being fearless. We all experience fear and doubt and at times that comparisonitis in our life. And I think many of us have come to see that as a really bad thing. And when I was in that two-week period, I know I did. But what I learned from that time and what I know for absolute certain, you know, Oprah style now, um, (laughs) is that, you know, fear is actually an enormous teacher for us, that when we're experiencing it and it's being sent to us, it's trying to communicate and tell us something. And in my experience, whenever I've been experiencing intense fear, I've learned that it's because I'm on the precipice of something really amazing, something really great, something really important. And I'm being called to really look inside of myself and ask, why am I feeling this way? Thank you for the reminder. This is not meant to say that I'm not meant to do this. You're simply here to tell me this is important. Keep going. Keep believing. Uh, lead with your heart. Get out of your head and just do it. And that's what I would really love everyone to take away with about fear and why it comes to us. Julie, take us to a moment of one of your greatest aha moments and tell us that story. 
I love this question because I, I really feel like I've had a lot of aha moments in my life and business, but I think the most significant one for me was when we had our first six-figure day in our business. I grew up in a family that was filled with an enormous amount of love, but not a lot of money. And my sister and I were raised by a single mum on welfare, and we struggled financially a great deal. And even with me starting out my professional life as a social worker, earning a pretty terrible wage, I don't think I ever really believed I was someone who could be financially abundant. And when that day happened, it was, I'm going to be honest with everyone in this honest conversation that we're having, it was entirely unplanned. I did not have financial targets when I launched the academy. I really just wanted to put something great out into the world and try to impact the coaching industry in a heartfelt and really soulful way. And so when that actually happened, I was not only completely blown away, I suddenly realized that all of the stories that I'd previously told myself about things such as it wasn't really possible to make good money from helping other people, or you can't give and serve people and make money too. They all just melted away. And I'm now very much a huge proponent of ensuring all the new coaches I work with truly understand that it is possible to make money in an abundant and flowing way from a heart-centered, service-orientated giving place. And that You don't have to have come from money or have been given money or gone to business school or be ruthless in any way to make that happen. And that's probably been my biggest aha business moment and one I'm so glad that I've had because I feel like it's become an enormous teaching message that I now pass on to a lot of other heart-centered people that maybe have that same story that I once did. Okay, so I just picked my jaw up off the ground after hearing you say six-figure day. I mean, Fire Nation, Mm. you're seeing Julie. She's an amazing woman, yes, but she's just a person like you, like me, and she went out there and she served and she gave value and she had a six-figure day. So come on, I mean, if we can have a six-figure year, of course we're thrilled. She's paving the path for it right here. Now, Julie, what is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? It's how much I care. I think, but that's also my biggest strength. Yeah, it's kind of a cheating answer, to be honest. (laughs) And I like to refer to it as, you know, at a job interview, I'm just just a workaholic. You know, I just work so hard. Oh, Yeah, I think that it it is a great strength of mine, but also sometimes it, it can be something that I need to be very mindful of because it can, you know, rattle me around the cages sometimes. It can be a weakness, but I, <laughs> I want you to go a little deeper here. What is your biggest weakness? I think my biggest weakness, if I'm I'm really, you know, to, to dive in a little bit further, I, I think it probably still is that I do need to be careful at times of that comparisonitis. I still, I think that that's my nemesis in a way and I've learned to manage it, but it's still something that I need to be really mindful of because the type of life coaching school that we have is very, very different 
to what most others are out there. And that's, of course, an amazing thing. But sometimes I feel, John, like I'm still catching up with myself. You know, it was only a few years ago that I was like so many other coaches out there and I just had a beautiful one-on-one practice and was doing nice things. And now life is very different and business is very different for me. And I'm very much not the usual corporate model of a training school. And sometimes I feel in a way that, uh, you know, others may not take me or us very seriously. And that's when I sort of head down that comparisonitis route. So that's a, a weakness of mine that I'm constantly working on as a, as a woman, a person and an entrepreneur. I'm just trying to strengthen that self-love muscle all the time to make sure that I feel really strong and competent in what I'm doing. Julie, what's the one thing that you are most fired up about today? It might seem like a strange thing to say, but the thing that I'm most fired up about today and every day that it happens is whenever we get an email or a Facebook message or a tweet from a trainee, an emerging coach of ours that says, I just got my first paying client and they're not my sister. (laughs) (laughs) It is outside of the family. Yes, that's right. They're not my best friend. They're not my aunt. They're not my sister-in-law. I just got my first paying client. I cannot tell you the the joy that that makes me feel for every person that experiences that. That totally lights me up every single time. Fire Nation, we're about to light you up in the lightning rounds, but we're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, you're an expert at what you do and you focus on that one thing in order to make the biggest impact. That's what makes you an incredible entrepreneur. When it comes to legal details, not your expertise. Luckily, you can count on LegalZoom. LegalZoom has helped over 1 million people get set up the right way. They've also helped businesses set up and review contracts, state employment laws, and more. Don't spend your precious time researching laws and reading small prints. Let LegalZoom do what they do best. They have a network of independent attorneys licensed in 48 states who know your local laws and regulations. They'll even provide the legal answers for your day-to-day questions. The best part is you don't pay by the hour since LegalZoom isn't a law firm. Instead, you pay a low monthly fee and you know exactly what you're getting up front. Visit LegalZoom.com today so you can spend your time growing your business instead of worrying about the legal details. Use code EOF in the box at checkout to save more at LegalZoom.com. Looking for the best candidate for the job, but not sure where to find them? It can be tough searching for your perfect hire, and typically, it means you're posting to multiple job sites. But with ZipRecruiter.com, it's different. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. The best part is there's no emails or calls to juggle. Simply screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 800,000 businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by visiting ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. One more time, try it free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. Julie, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? 
totally. Let's do it. <laughs> let's let's you know light it up. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The belief that I was not corporate and business trained and therefore no one would take me seriously. What is the best advice you've ever received? Give up what other people think of you. Just focus on you. And clearly, it's something that I'm still learning and still trying to envelop myself in. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Scheduling the scheduling of nothing. I stick to a really uh, tight schedule in our business. I'm really... um, full and busy lady with lots of things, but I always make sure in my schedule that I have enormous times wherever I can of time blocked out where there is nothing to do. So if I want to go and do something spontaneous at that time or simply rest, I can. Share an internet resource like an Evernote with Fire Nation. I absolutely love the project management system, Asana. Our team couldn't exist without it. It cuts down on email. It allows us to stay focused on projects. And I just love it. It's a great resource. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? It's an oldie but a goodie. And that is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. It's my favorite book. It's a little read. It won't take you long um, to get through, but it is truly life-changing in the philosophies and models that it puts forward to live not just an amazing life, but to be an amazing person while you're doing so. It's actually a great audio book too. And Fire Nation, Mm -hmm. I know that you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book like this one for free at eofirebook.com. Julie, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? This is such a a, a juicy sort of question (laughs) to think about. It really is. And, you know, when I first started to think about it, John, my immediate thought was, well, I need to take that $500 and I need to somehow or another start making money. And it just didn't quite sit right with me. I think, honestly, if I found myself in a completely new but somewhat identical world where I didn't know anyone, the first week for me, I would just want to find out where I was and, you know, who I am without knowing anybody else around me. So I would be looking to spend some of that money in the first week on finding the best outdoor yoga class I could, um, you know, where served the best coffee and ice cream and fish tacos, uh, where might there be collective groups of people that were like-minded that I could maybe pay to, you know, go along to an event or a networking meeting of some kind just to really begin to connect with people. You know, that for me would be what I would want to do if I didn't know anybody. And then what would happen from there? I don't know. But, you know, if you you get a good ice cream and a coffee under your belt, John, you can change the world. Anything's possible. Uh, Don't forget about the fish taco. Oh, and the fish taco, of course. I will say San Diego (laughs) is amazing when it comes to fish tacos. We have Taco Tuesday. So, Julie, anytime you're in town, Taco Tuesday it up. (laughs) I certainly will. And please come to Australia. You know that you have an enormous fan base here and the coffee in Melbourne is superb. I love it all. And it's absolutely on the agenda. Julie, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you 
and then we'll say goodbye. Everyone can find me at beautifulyoucoachingacademy.com. And yeah, that's where we are. And it's been beautiful to connect with you, John. And thanks so much for the opportunity to share some of my life wisdom. Well, that parting piece of guidance. The parting piece of guidance, I think I'd love to come back to fear. And that is to just let everybody know that um, fear can be one of our greatest teachers, not to be afraid of it, but to actually lean into it and listen to what it is that it's really telling you. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with JP and JLD today, (laughs) so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Julie in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. And again, Julie, that was beautifulyoucoachingacademy.com? That's correct. Boom. I mean, it's a mouthful, but you'll get there, Fire Nation. And I want to thank (laughs) you, Julie, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for entrepreneurial resources, free trainings on how to podcast and host webinars, and so much more. Visit eofire.com and ignite.